Welcome to Precision Vision, where we work to unpack the ag tech tools of today and keep our sights on tomorrow. With your hosts, Craig Huyen and Morgan Sager. Welcome back to the Precision Vision Podcast. I'm Morgan Sager. And I'm Craig Huyen. And today we're going to talk to a couple of our Sunrise Precision Solutions team members that attended the InfoAg Conference in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, this past July 23rd through 25th, and uh, kind of get some ideas around or get some understanding of what they saw while they were out there and what their takeaways were. Yeah, it was unique in that we had Josh Schneider, who has been with Sunrise for six years now. He's yeah. been to InfoAg a couple of times, and he covers the territory up north. And then we also had Kaylin Kelly from Wilmington, so he covers the southern part of the Sunrise territory, and this was his first year out there. So we really got two different, unique perspectives. Yeah, that's true. And, and it is neat to see what those perspectives are. And um, and if you're not familiar with the InfoAg conference, feel free to reach out on their website. It's um, infoag.org. They have a little bit of information on what their history is about, but they used to be every other year that they would hold a conference. And uh, now since 2013, they're an annual conference. So to kind of show the scale or the, the, um, the level of interest and engagement that there is within the precision community, uh, it has grown over the last several years. And, and as you'll hear some comments from Josh, it's actually expanded outside of agronomy uh, quite a bit. So the InfoAg conference is evolving and we'll get uh, Josh and Kaylin's take on what they saw and what they took away. Today we've got Josh Snyder and Kaylin Kelly. Uh, both of them are part of the Precision Solutions team here at Sunrise Cooperative and they just got back from InfoAg in St. Louis, Missouri. And uh, so we really wanted to talk to them about what they saw, what were the things that impressed them that are coming down the pipeline, what, what type of products that are out there that um, we don't currently use at Sunrise Cooperative, but, but have some interest in. So uh, real quick, both of you, uh, we'll start with Josh. What, what's your background uh, in agriculture and how long have you been with the Precision Team at Sunrise Cooperative? Yeah, uh, my name is Josh Snyder. I work out of the uh, Crestline Agronomy location. Um, been, this is my sixth year here at Sunrise, uh, been on the precision team the whole time. Uh, I sp spend most of my time, uh, working with data and very worried, uh, fertility and seeding and things like that. So, um, it, it keeps me, uh, pretty busy throughout the year. Yeah. Yep. I know the feeling that, uh, it's a good location to work out of. That's where I started from. And, uh, and, uh, it's, uh, good people there, but they do definitely keep you busy uh, at, at Crestline. How about you, Kalen? Uh, what's your background and uh, how long you been with Sunrise Cooperative uh, Precision Team? My name is Kalen Kelly. Um, I've been with Sunrise for just over a year now. Um, I do a lot of the same things that Josh does with uh, fertility and variable seeding and nitrogen. And, and Wilmington's a, a smaller location with regard to the precision presence, but it's really young and, and that's why. Uh, but Kalen's done a great job over the last year in building that program up. And uh, he's, if you want to say who's busier, it, I definitely say that Kalen's got a lot on his plate trying to figure all this stuff out in his first year. And it just seems to have been, it seems like you've had a lot of new stuff come into that office that was not there before. So you're not only learning the program, but you're, you're supposed to be like on top of it all. And it's a challenge to do that. Yeah, seems seems like I've been drinking through a water hose the past year. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I learned that uh, if you're good at treading water, 
and swimming, it doesn't matter how deep the pool is as long as you stay on top. So there you go. Now, Kaylin, this was your first year at InfoEgg, right? That is correct. Yep. Yep. And Josh, you've been there a couple of years. Um, what was your overall take on this year's uh, conference? Really, it was a. Uh, it was really good to see. Um, you know how, how big the precision agriculture industry is, and it really opened my eyes to how big it is, and and you know it goes beyond what I see on a, on an everyday basis. Um, I guess you know when I work every day, I don't think about how how you know other people are doing stuff in in different parts of the industry, whether it be produce or you know growing cotton or um, you know even livestock. So. Well, and, and you guys work with quite a few tools, but I think it's always eye-opening when you go to something like that to see how many other options there are. And it's like, how could all of these different things be impacting our business and what we're doing on the day-to-day? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, I think it's pretty crazy how, how much so many different programs overlap each other. What about you, Josh? Yeah, I this wasn't my first time at InfoAg this year, and, and it's interesting every year you go – uh, the, the narrative of the show kind of changes. So um, probably four or five years ago, the first time I went, uh, the, the big craze was drones. And, and uh, you know, that was that was half the show. Well, um, looking back, we, we didn't really get anywhere with with the first uh, kind of phase of drones. And they, and they kind of died off and, and people kind of lost some interest. And and a couple of years, probably two years ago when I was there last, uh, didn't have much of a presence. And this year, the, the drones didn't necessarily dominate the show. But one thing that I did notice that they they finally got a product um, that's viable, you know, with different sensors and uh, plumbing into whether it be their software or third party. Um, you know, they're, they're getting closer to have some something that's that's usable. Um and, and so that's that was that was a big change. And the other big big thing that uh, I took away from this year was, uh, you know, everybody's looking for one data platform to solve all their problems. And kind of the the overlying narrative this year was, uh, you know, hey, let's let's realize that we probably aren't going to accomplish everything with with one platform and. Um, Instead, let's focus on figuring out how to get all of our platforms to work better together. Um, because asking for a one-stop shop is is probably not going to happen. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, there's more than the trade show at InfoAg, and I know it's difficult to get to a lot of the sessions if you spend much time at all in the, at the trade show. But there are a lot of sessions at InfoAg. What were your thoughts on the ones you attended, and what did you uh, what 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 piqued your interest in in the sessions? Josh, I'll start off. Um, w- w- one of the most interesting sessions I, I attended um, was about traceability of grain. And uh, really, I, I think that's that's going to be the next really huge thing in the industry is uh, is how and the challenges we face, the advantages that both growers and you know even retailers like Sunrise can have to being able to trace origins of grain. Um, so I'd, I'd say out of every session I attended, that was probably the the uh, most interesting. Was there a specific company that had like software that was helping people do that, or was it more conceptual? 
Um, Josh, what, what was the what was the one company that we talked to um, there on Wednesday? Uh, I believe it was Intellifarm. Uh, yeah, and I, I believe you're right, Intellifarms. That's interesting, especially as you look at like consumer demand into transparency, uh, especially around food. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one we'll have to look into, Craig. Yeah, most certainly. The um, the question I would have on that is, are they looking at blockchain to drive that, or do they have other forms of or tools? Um, the event or speech I went to, yes, they were uh, they were um, talking about blockchain. So okay, okay. Now that's uh, that is a neat technology that been kind of avoiding on the podcast because it's so new but it's really complicated how they bring everything together and the science behind it is um very advanced and expensive and uh it's not quite there yet but it's uh it is neat technology and i think that's where we're really going to drive a lot of the traceability going forward so uh, it'll be uh, it'll be fun to watch stuff like that, but we'll definitely have to reach out and see if we can get a hold of them. Definitely something I I want to become more educated on. It seems like uh, yeah, you know, there's it, it, it's there's a good chance that's the way you know the industry could be going. So, and, and I don't know if they what they talked about at that meeting, but Walmart is uh, one of the big uh, pioneers of blockchain and agriculture because they've since um, I believe it was this winter. They started their leafy green tracking and traceability through blockchain all the way from the farm gate to the the store shelf. And uh, it's pretty interesting technology, but it's extremely expensive to put together. And uh, the adoption of it's pretty straightforward, but it's uh, it's an interesting, like I said, it's a really cool technology. I think it's something that's going to be really prominent in the future. We just have to figure out how to get our arms around it and and put it into place in, in the right spot. Um, so the, one of the biggest challenges they have with, with commodity grains is the commingling of products in the grain bin. So I'd be interested too, to, to understand a little bit more about IntelliGrain, how they're, how they're looking at, at handling that challenge. Um, but I think it'd be pretty cool. Pretty cool. What else was there? Uh, Josh, you had, you, I know you went to at least one session. Yeah. Maybe two. One session that I sat in on um, was was kind of from a grower's perspective and, uh, you know, what's going right in precision ag and and, and what's what's not. And and one key um, point that that I took away there was um, just just point blank that the grower said, you know, make make it easy for me. You know, I don't I don't want to have you know, I don't mind pushing some extra buttons or, or making some extra steps, but but make sure it's easy. Um, and, and I think that's one thing that, uh, um, you know, we can't lose sight of. And, um, you know, some things might come second nature to us, you know, when we're we're sitting around the table talking about it or in the office or whatever. But uh, but ultimately, we, we need to make sure things are easy for everybody involved. So that was that was uh, an interesting point to to hear. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was funny. Um, just today we were talking about um, trying to share with some of our growers how we can use climate to evaluate hybrid performance. And Craig and I were like, yeah, and then we'll just jump into the R7 tool and then we'll show them this and we'll do this. And it's like, do, do you really want to know how we place hybrids? <laughs> like, it's Some of it, like you were saying, is second nature to us, but it gets a little complicated. Yeah. Another thing kind of piggybacking on the uh, the traceability thing kind of 
one of the buzzwords you've heard um, is the sustainability piece and, and how important that is to consumers. And and uh, you start fast forwarding to traceability, and I think I think traceability ultimately can trump sustainability. Um, and probably get more into an economics type conversation there but you know if people people know where their their food came from i i think they can look past some of the sustainability pieces and and it'll be interesting to see how that all comes to market and 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 comes together and who gets their arms around it first and and makes it easy to handle but uh, that's just kind of a thought that i had sitting through some of those um conversations and, and talks then the other thing with, with being an info ag, you know, we think of precision ag being agronomy focused. Um, and that's, that's maybe half of it. You know, there's, there's, uh, grain companies that are getting into the technology piece for, uh, sourcing and, and, um, you know, kind of looking at, uh, you know, if, if, if I'm a grower and I've got premium, you know, maybe it's a high protein grain, um, letting people know that it's there and by the way, what's, what's it worth? Um, you know, so there, there's things like that, that are, that are coming on board that you wouldn't necessarily think of as precision ag, but, but really they, you know, it goes right along with the, the technology and ag. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. There's, there is a lot more, and I guess the precision piece could be more just technology in general being able to utilize these technologies across different sectors of agriculture. We've talked about it with dairy, talked about it feeding calves. Uh, but yeah, the grain sourcing and, and utilizing the technologies to help with that are pretty interesting, pretty powerful. And what they could bring in the future and make us more efficient on the human side uh, will we'll, we'll really carry that a long way. So that that's pretty cool uh, with regard to those sessions that you attended. And I know that they have sessions for, what, two solid days out there? And it's hard to get to all of them, uh, especially with the trade show going on. But uh, the networking possibilities that are there also. Uh, how many people do you – now, Josh, you've been there uh, for a few times now. How many of the same faces do you see each time that you go there? And, and uh, how valuable is it to, to connect with those people? Yeah, you definitely definitely see a lot of the same faces um, year over year, and, and there's some new ones too. But uh, um, you know, some of them are wearing different shirts, you know, from from year to year. But uh, um, you know, it's always always good to see what's what's going on and get a different perspective from from you know really all around the country. Yeah. Now, attending things like this helps keep Sunrise on the leading edge. For those of our listeners who are bleeding edge type of uh, operators, what's one company or one thing you saw that would be like totally new or, or maybe kind of revolutionary, whether or not it's actually ready or scalable for what we're doing? One huge thing, um, I think Josh and I both agree on this, it may never, may never be practical for Sunrise, um, but uh, autonomous soil sampling um, would... Uh, you know, is is something that was really interesting to me. That was brand new. I've never seen. And that was is that just like um, autonomous tractors that they dispatch, or what yeah. did that look like? Uh, essentially, it was a um, it was a skid steer, um, and and the way I understand is, is they have different applications. Some of it is a side by side 
Um, and like I said, some of them are, are, uh, are skid steers, but um, they are fully autonomous. The only thing that an operator is needed for is loading and, and loading and unloading off the trailer. So, very cool. Something yeah. like that. If if we could adapt something like that, it would change what we're doing here. Yeah, it's um, neat to see that that company's. It, it's actually more mainstream than um, than what I was thinking it was at this point in time for it to be an info ag. But I saw that company at uh, Forbes Ag Tech Conference in Indianapolis last year, and uh, they introduced it gave a demonstration in the field it is pretty cool but to your point Caitlin I, I kind of wonder about the practicality within Sunrise to to run a machine like that um, but it, it is pretty cool pretty cool what about you Josh nothing really stands out from from me as uh, you know totally throw it against the wall and see if it sticks um, you know there's a lot of imagery companies you know those I think those things will sort themselves out but not not necessarily a off the wall idea um you know everybody just is kind of looking at things just a little differently but uh nothing that stands out for me that i saw that was totally mind blown i guess the one thing that i you know i think map shots uh, alignment with granular is going to bring some opportunities so yeah uh what what about uh some of the stuff that they're coming with what where do you see the value proposition with the map shots granular combination there yeah, so um, I think what we're what we're gonna see coming from map shots with a lot of uh, um, hybrid performance, and then really breaking it down there on a uh, on a broader scale. Map map shots is gone. No such thing anymore. Ag Studio. Yeah. Well, okay. With what Ag Studio is bringing, um, they're they're coming with a product called the Product Performance Analyzer. And that'll allow us to do a lot of macro level hybrid performance um, based on a lot of different factors. And, um, you know, for the for the ones that don't want to look at hybrid results in a trial uh, setting, this will this will allow us to um, really expand the scope of that. Um, And then and then also looking at the granular piece with the, um, you know, more cost tracking on a micro level by field farm, you know, yeah. however you want to look at it. I think there's going to be, be a lot of things that, that maybe change the way we think. Um, you know, it, it's all going to be stuff that we could do right now, but would be really tedious. And, and I think right. this will, the alignment there with Ag Studio and Granular will uh, help make that easier in the long run for, for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Taylor was talking to us a little bit about that uh, in a call earlier today. Uh, he mentioned visiting with YouTube, and and he talked about that aggregation tool and being able to look across the territory how hybrids do, uh, and there's just a lot of value with that. It's still early stages, but they're hoping to have some release on that here this year yet. So I think it'll be pretty fun to to play with and and see what's going on with that. So, uh, but there is a lot of power there uh, going forward. It'll be pretty interesting to see how it, how it looks and how it feels when you're when you're working with it do you have any big takeaway Galen? um you know just to kind of emphasize some of the things that josh said um and and you just mentioned the the power that this tool can have over over just standard you know strip trials or or test plots is huge because we can look you know at at a more broad spectrum Mm -hmm. i think uh i think this uh 
this tool has a lot of m momentum moving forward and uh, it'll be a great tool for us. So. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, I do appreciate your time today. You got some things going on yet uh, this growing season and getting ready for fall is going to be a big task. So I'm glad you guys were able to take some time out and spend it with us this afternoon. Well, Craig, I got to say, I got a little nostalgic talking about the Info Egg Conference. That was definitely one thing we always looked forward to. Um, and I haven't been out there in several years. Yeah, I haven't either with the uh, different um, activities that I get involved with with family uh, and uh, different things that happen. It's hard to break away every year to get out there. And I do miss it. I was hoping to get out there this year, but it didn't work out. So I always have to say I hope for next year to make it out there because it does sound like the content is good. The information is good, and they do continue to bring new ideas every year. And what Kaylin and, and Josh both said is, you know, they talked about blockchain, which is a relatively new product in the in the precision ag space. Um, not quite there, but it's as far as um, a marketable product, but the concept is there and the ideas are coming forward. So, so it's really neat to see that there's new stuff coming. Yeah, I remember one of the first years I went, we were actually talking about interpolating data between points in a soil sample because that was back, you know, imagery was here and we were going down that path, but even some of that wasn't, we didn't know how it would scale yet. And um, there was a lot of debate around like half acre, one acre, two and a half acre grids. And, and that's where we spent a lot of our energy. So it's interesting as we listen to Kaylin and Josh today on how that's transitioned. You know, imagery is now commonplace. It's kind of table stakes. And um, there's all of these other ideas floating around. And I think we'll always see some companies show up on the bleeding edge. Some will be on the leading edge. And it's really interesting to explore those uh, new ideas and then see like, you know, where's this going to be in a couple of years? What what will the new narrative be, you know, to steal Josh's words? Yeah, that's true. And and I like Josh's comment about uh, several years ago, the drones took up half the trade show and then they kind of went away a little bit. And now he says they're finding a place. So they're coming back to uh, prominence within the InfoAg conference, and they have um, more of a purpose than, than scouting fields and looking at the images and pictures and everything else. So they have they have a different life to them. So there is an evolution to the InfoAg conference and the, the people that come in with new ideas, and, and uh, so it, it's always cool to see. So hopefully in 2020, I'll be there and, and see it. Uh, it just depends on my calendar, but uh, I'm looking forward to the opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I really hope to be out there next year as well. And I know historically it's a lot of, you know, egg retailers and precision egg specialists and consultants, but we do have some growers that go out there too. So if you attended this year, make sure you drop us a comment and let us know what part of the conference you like best or what company you found most interesting. Yep, most certainly. Until next time, this has been the Precision Vision Podcast, Inside the Boundary and Out of the Box. Thanks for tuning in to the Precision Vision Podcast with your hosts, Craig Huyen and Morgan Sager.